Hello, hello, hello. This is William Jackson once again here on the podcast, My Quest to Teach Digital Evangelism. It is a beautiful day. And when I say beautiful day, it doesn't matter if it's bright and sunny outside or rainy or snowy or whatever the weather conditions, the Lord has blessed us with another day to be able to see the day, to embrace the day, to open up doors of opportunity, of blessings, of healing, of friendship and fellowship, of discipleship. So each and every day is a blessing in upon itself to allow us to grow and help others in the process and do the works of the Lord. I know sometimes it is challenging with the coronavirus, with the variants, with the social issues, with some of the challenges that are going on, but we must stay encouraged. We must be encouraged. We must, as the saying says, uh, have the full armor of God wrapped around us, embracing us so that we can go forth each and every day and do the works that the Lord would have us to do. We have to continue to adapt to the environment and we have to continue to use our talents, skills, and abilities to be a blessing even when using digital technologies. And I know it's hard um, as a teacher here in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, I know things are a little bit stressful. I know things that are, um, are challenging that are going on, but we must press forward. We must be encouraged. Iron sharpens iron. If you have not been doing so, I encourage you to Google or even go on YouTube to find out what other Church of Christ ministries are doing through their project-based um, discipleship, their project-based evangelism, and how that information can help you grow for your everyday use. Um, you can only binge watch so much on Netflix. You can only um, look at so many TikTok videos for encouragement. You can only do so much stuff that's of the world to inspire you and to help you get through. But when it comes down to it, the foundation is Christ. The foundation is strengthening your faith. The foundation is getting into scripture and studying scripture. And, and I, I do have to admit that Aida and I have been um, um, negligent in that area uh, from time to time as we're working in projects, as we're speaking at conferences, as we're uh, providing workshops um, here in Jacksonville, as we're working in partnerships with the Microsoft Store, with Florida State College of Jacksonville, uh, working with um, youth groups like Data Busters and Gear Up and partnerships with Appleton Public Library in Wisconsin. Um, all of that is important but also we still have to be engaged in our local communities as disciples. And the reason I bring that up, it's great to be involved in projects. It's great to have um, partnerships. It's great to be in fellowship, but we have to make sure that we keep our eyes and our mind on Christ, that he provides all these opportunities that help us, not just us to grow, because we have to look beyond ourselves, but to help others grow. And this, this digital age is so amazing 
that just a little over a year ago, people weren't even thinking about Zoom. People weren't even thinking about Teams. People weren't even thinking about WebEx. They weren't even thinking about Canvas. They weren't thinking about all these digital access points to do um, trainings and workshops and professional development and all this stuff that we do now um, that is almost second nature with technology because the pandemic has changed the whole structure of how we engage um, in the business environment, in education, in STEM, STEAM, and STREAM. Um, and technology has allowed us to branch out, not just locally, but globally as well. Um, we are involved in um, groups on Clubhouse, the audio platform that allows us to communicate and participate in conferences that are global. So here, you know, Aida and I have traveled several places to Canada, to Costa Rica. We had plans in the past to travel to Africa, um, more involved in Central America, um, branching out to Puerto Rico, where um, Aida's family is from, um, and just reaching across digital lines and having a global connection to the world. And it's just amazing and phenomenal that we are able to do that in this time, in this place, in this space, when we were thinking about, well, how are we going to budget for this trip? And how are we going to budget for that trip? And what airline are we going to take? And who are we going to get um, that we can get that's a, a travel agent to find us the best deal? Well, the Lord provided us the best deal here. The best deal is free. We're online. We're engaged. We're involved in not just our community, but communities surrounding us. And it's a beautiful thing being able to um, have friends in China and have friends in um, Australia and have friends in Taiwan and have friends in other places of the world that share the same passion as we do, that are Christians, that are educators, that are artists, um, that are in our age, uh, age group from 40 to 60, that we all share a passion for helping youth, teens, and young adults. So when you look at the broad spectrum, yes, the pandemic is um, a terrible thing in upon itself, but the opportunities that are there to connect with a broader reach of people are phenomenal. And we are so blessed that the Lord has given us our, our background and technology skills to be able to reach out and to use them to help others. So um, in this podcast, I wanted to talk about Church of Christ members um, that are speaking at global summer um, STEM and STEAM camps and summer events that are online. Uh, I want to give a shout out to um, Brother Al Jackson and um, Charlie McClendon at Northside Church of Christ. Let me tell you, they are doing some phenomenal things with their ministry, integrating technology. Their staff, their digital staff, are they are doing some wonderful things. And there are others like Brother Daniels um, at Hope Church of Christ in um, Hollywood, Florida. Um, our, you know, big shout outs to our Church of Christ here, uh, San Jose Church of Christ, Joel and the staff and the team are doing some phenomenal things, adapting and adjusting and use, using technology. Um, there are some other churches of Christ that I follow on Facebook that are doing some wonderful things. So 
once again, this resource is, is kind of like a, a, a connection to let you know that you can continue the work of ministry. You can continue the work of evangelism. You can continue to work of discipleship using technology. All it takes is a little study, a little effort, a lot of prayer, connecting with others that are doing works. Um, you know, sometimes we get in our box and we we don't want to talk to people. We don't want to share. We don't want to do things that uh, potentially take us out of our box. But we have to learn. We have to adapt and we have to grow so that way the Lord can glow from us. And, you know, saying that, um, you know, when I'm talking about STEAM education, which is science, technology, engineering, arts and math, um, educators are on a national and global level having conferences. So Aida and I have been blessed to uh, have been honored to be selected to speak at STEAM Camp, a global conversation conference, which is held virtually on a global audio um, platform clubhouse. And uh, uh, the new global audio platform club, clubhouse is changing the way conferences are held and professional development is being provided for educators and those in ministry. So the two main areas I'm focusing on is education and ministry because they combine as well. STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. STREAM, science, technology, reading, engineering, arts, and math. And STEM squared, science, technology, engineering, arts, math, and medical are growing educational initiatives that are defining the learning foundations of youth, teens, and young adults, especially uh, for black, brown children and communities um, of poverty, um, underrepresented status, uh, we African-American communities that are struggling, Hispanic, Mexican, um, Caucasian families that are struggling as well, um, indigenous families that are struggling. And there's other cultures of children that may be behind academically in, in many situations because of the lack of access to technology or schools not being uh, prepared uh, with proper training to integrate technology, STEM and STEAM and STREAM. Um, these areas are key to the skill and development for young people to be employable. The other part of this is in ministry, ministry must be able to adapt to using technologies as well. And if they do not adapt, people will leave that ministry and go someplace else where their digital digital uh, means or their digital needs are addressed. You know, in this age, now people are using their phones and these are truly smartphones for so many things. And as people are driving, people are walking, people are exercising, people engaged in different activities, they have their phones with them. So it is, it is incumbent upon churches of Christ to recognize that their members are using, are engaged in technology to the point where they have to um, be met where the needs are or where the access is. And I encourage churches of Christ more and more to find out what platforms their uh, members are using so they can reach out to them and they can connect with them, <coughs> excuse me, and they can um, use those resources to share discipleship, to share resources, to share information. 
So when we're talking about in education, the importance and influence of STEM, STEAM and STREAM education and learning that are influencing the future careers <clears throat> that integrate the skills and abilities that businesses are demanding and are looking for in the workforce. Even ministries are now looking at the skills of their ministers to be sure they can preach and teach virtually. The demand has grown more urgently as the pandemic is changing the social reliability on technology application and integration. Um, I've been blessed to be, this is my second year teaching at my middle school as a STEAM teacher, but also <clears throat> involved in several platforms um, that I study about integration of tech, <clears throat> excuse me, not just in education, but in ministry as well. And it's very important that ministers um, themselves know how to apply it or they have a technical staff. So you may want a blog, traditional blog that's written. You may want an audio blog on, on, the, um, on a platform like Clubhouse. You may want to put a group together that you can communicate audially on Clubhouse. You may want to have a video blog on YouTube. You may want to um, have uh, content on TikTok. That's fun. Youth ministers are using TikTok to share their information through short TikTok videos. And from what I understand, TikTok is changing to where the time um, for videos from what is it, 30 seconds a minute are going to be extended as well. So you go to where the people are, uh, the disciples throughout scripture went to where the people were. Yes, the people followed them or came to where they were through word of mouth. But in this day and age, we can go to where the people are. So the platforms that I mentioned are where the people are and ministries can go there. The worst that they can do is to not, uh, they can um, log themselves off or not follow you, but not as you know, the term back in the day, you know, you don't have to worry about somebody stoning you. You don't have to worry about um, the physical attacks per se. Um, you may get bots um, or, little, or little bots online that um, try to disrupt instruction. That's been happening. You have to be care of people stalking online. That's always been an issue, but with a good technical staff that's helping can help alleviate um, those issues or address those issues when they happen. So the importance and influence of STEM, STEAM and STREAM education and learning are influencing the careers in ministry. Um, more ministries now are hiring a technical person or a technical team. And they are involved in the web development. They are involved in the blogging. They're involved with the micro blogging. They're involved with the video blogging. So a, a another portion of ministry is being correct, is being um, connected and developed. Uh, ministries are now looking for the skills of their ministers to be sure to be able to uh, virtually connect with their congregations. Uh, the demand has grown more urgently as the pandemic is changing the social um, integration of voice technologies. So you have um, applications called Create My Voice, 
where if you do have a traditional blog, your traditional blog can be read by a computer. Um, and when I say read by a computer, the, the computer sound files can be where it can speak in an accent. It can speak in a different language. It can speak um, across multiple platforms. So you have these tools, you have these um, access to information that could address the needs of those that are listening. And technology has, is, and will continue to change how ministry is provided in teaching and preaching because um, many in-person events are still minimized because of growing variants of the virus. Look at what's happening with the Olympics. Uh, look at what's happening with upcoming football season. Um, the variants are spreading. The viruses are adapting to the medications. They're adapting to the different environments. Um, my wife and I, we share our passion for STEAM, as you probably heard on other broadcasts or links. We share our passion for social media and integrating these areas in ministry. Being labeled digital evangelist, as we have been done, uh, means integrating text, tech, tech uh, sharing our faith and providing resources for study and engagement across the broad spectrum of what ministry is using the podcast platform anchor to speak and teach on digital evangelism so you're listening to anchor right now um, in the blog that i'm creating i have a link to my anchor podcast and i use it as well um, in teaching and sharing content teaching on as well on the facebook um, page let the bible speak tv and this is with brother um, George and brother Enoch. They're in Africa. I'm here in the United States. So we share our resources and we share our passion for Christ using diverse technologies. And my hat goes off to them because I'm sitting in the comfort of my home with the air conditioner on. Outside is probably 90 degrees, but they are in Africa um, in the elements, um, they are traveling, they're preaching, they're teaching. And um, I pray for them continuously because um, Christians are being um, persecuted in Africa. When they're going out away from their homes, I continuously am in prayer and I think about them. And we reach out on, on Messenger and we check on each other, see how each other are doing, which is a wonderful thing. But I don't face the challenges um, per se, that that they face. And in some cases, they don't face the challenges that I face being a person of color here in the United States with all the social issues going on. But the new variants of COVID have caused numbers to rise again, and ministries are struggling with deciding whether to close their doors and trying again to go full virtual or waiting to see if the the COVID numbers of the variants decline because of the vaccinations. Now, I can't tell anyone what to do. Um, I could just be prayerful that they make the right decisions, but Aida and I, we are vaccinated and we have come across several issues where places that we've gone, we found out later that someone um, was did have COVID um, or uh, someone was exposed to someone with COVID. Uh, gracefully, 
Uh, we haven't experienced any issues or problems health-wise. Um, I'm just thankful because um, in February of this year, uh, February 10th, 12th, um, I went into um, hospital to have uh, cancer surgery. I had prostate cancer for over a year um, from um, being di diagnosed in 20, at the end of 2019. So went through several examinations, 20, um, 2019 went through that, you know, was coming to grips with, oh my gosh, I got cancer. What do I do? How do I tell my children? What do I need to do? And um, deciding through 2020, um, when the pandemic started that, you know, I can't do anything. So it's in God's hands. Um, I know that God has more work for me to do, so I can't give up. I can't quit. So I just made the decision that that I put my my life in God's hands. As we all, you know, when, when we come across challenges, we all probably do say that in some way, but we think that we do as we're going through our everyday lives. But when challenges come up and you're facing potential death, then it really brings in perspective what you're saying about, I'm going to surely make sure I put my life in God's hands because I'm going to believe that in some way I'm going to be healed or there's going to be something that's going to help me overcome this challenge. And I was blessed with a wonderful um, surgical team that did provide um, help for me. So with that said, um, connecting educators and connecting those in ministry around the world do share their knowledge, skills, and abilities in preparing the next generation, uh, in my case of educators and in the case of ministers in ministry, um, for us to share you know, our faith that guides us when using technology. Uh, because of this exposure we have to tech, we have been asked um, to help on global events with Church of Christ Ministries to share the gospel. Uh, we're in preparation as well with helping um, for those educators that are listening to participate in what's called Online Esteem Camp. Um, our title is Go Stream Extreme in the Classroom, and basically it's how STEAM learning can be taught in schools with hands-on project-based learning that enables you to learn with the arts using creativity and digital innovation and also teaching um, in STEAM camp, creating STEAM lessons with a goal in mind. So adapting these and using these techniques in ministry is really important because we're sharing how teaching can include black, brown and indigenous youth to prepare for future careers that will be created by the commercialization of space and robot infusion. The body of Christ is about teaching, sharing our faith, and even embedding tech where partnerships can be encouraged and created. So churches now are in partnership with each other. Um, churches that are lacking the high tech skills and abilities are partnering with those churches or those ministries that have technology. So these partnerships are growing and expanding. The body of Christ is about teaching, sharing our faith, and even embedding tech where partnerships can be encouraged and created. Partnerships that I didn't have with the Microsoft store and the Jacksonville Public Library um, 
around here in Jacksonville, Florida, have been recognized nationally and modeled globally. And it's such a blessing because we can get more content out using digital means as opposed to risking traveling. Um, the workshops that we held previously to the pandemic were timely um, and their hope that the future presentations empower ministries to increase their digital presence and even provide tech instruction for more Church of Christ ministries as churches in some cases are providing um, back to school drives, um, sharing supplies for struggling families and getting information out in the communities to engage the communities. So it's, it's very important that Churches of Christ are involved in um, activities in their communities and beyond. So they are using digital tools like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Clubhouse, YouTube. And you know, the list is going to continue to grow as, as platforms have long reaches where faith, friendship, and fellowship grow. And it's vitally important that we understand that we're using these resources to connect people, to help people, um, to solidify people's faith in the word of God. There is a line that's being blurred um, now between education and ministry. Um, you cannot not be a member of the body of Christ and an educator and not share your faith in some way in the school. And as an educator of faith, um, I truly believe that my faith guides me as a teacher. I may not quote scripture in class. I may not um, do have a Bible study in class, which would, which I, in my opinion would really be awesome. But uh, because there are policies and procedures in place that keep me from doing that, but I just want to say I love being an educator. Um, this will be um, my last year, um, the 2021 to 2022 school year will be my 33rd year. And I plan on retiring and continuing in ministry and education in a different capacity. But these are the times now that define people where their faith truly is. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's a struggle. Yes, we see people that are struggling with food insecurity. Um, people are losing their homes. People are losing their jobs. But we must consistently stay in faith. We must be able to, those that are doing good, reach out to those that are struggling and help them and provide resources and provide help to make sure that, that they know that there is a God, God works through people, and God does also um, provide miracles. We cannot give in to the struggles of giving up. We cannot give in to um, using other means to get through. And it's like, I know it's tempting for people to use drugs, to use alcohol, to use sex even to use violence against others because of their situations. And this is why sharing our faith is important because we never know, like when we're walking down the street, a smile at someone, a saying, telling someone good morning, telling someone, giving someone a compliment, um, shaking somebody's hand, giving somebody a hug, you know, all those things matter. 
um, believing in our faith, that our faith will guide us, that the Holy Spirit will guide us in the right direction. And Joel is doing a wonderful um, lesson. Uh, I believe this is like the seventh week on the Holy Spirit. And if you have not um, done so, I encourage you to Google or to go on YouTube and search for San Jose Church of Christ in Jacksonville, Florida, and look at the series Joel has on the Holy Spirit. It is enlightening. It is encouraging. Um, it's a wonderful lesson in something that people rarely talk about, but we know it's there, that we have the spirit of God in us. And it's always been us, been in us, and we have access to it. And we should nurture it and we should allow it to grow in us as members of the body of Christ, as evangelists, as disciples, um, even as educators, as a school, another school year comes into play. And as we're using tech, it's not just for entertainment, use it for ministry as well. This is William Jackson. I'm glad you were able to tune in and listen and learn. God bless you and your families. Uh, as I always say, reach out to me on my quest to teach at iCloud.com. And if you are on Clubhouse, follow me. I am at my quest to teach on Clubhouse. Thank you very much. God bless. Stay safe.